podcast. This is the blood stream. Board streamers, this is episode 33 of the Bloodstream. I am your host, Jason Gray, and if you're just joining us, this is the show where I like to find whatever catches my fancy on streaming, give it a watch, and let you know if it's worth your time. For the record, most of the movies I come across, they're not worth your time. Because frankly, if you just grab something randomly, it tends to be crap. But I still have some fun when I find that crap, and I love sharing that stuff with you. So good or bad, it's always an entertaining show. Anyways, this week's movie is a little thing I found called Evidence. It's been a while since we've done a found footage movie here on the Bloodstream, so I thought it was well past due to do exactly that. Like I said, this is a found footage movie, and it's your typical setup of a bunch of friends heading up into the woods, run into something unexplained, and they film it for inexplicable reasons. That's my take on the plot. The actual synopsis goes a little something like this. Evidence follows a group of friends hiking in the Los Angeles hills as they are attacked by a mysterious creature. When they flee for their lives, they discover an underground lab that appears to be the genesis of these deadly creatures. Will the friends be able to escape the hills ahead of these ravenous creatures? Did this actually happen? Well, no. It's a found footage movie. We know that gimmick by now. In the year of our lord 2012, you should not still be trying to do, oh, this all really happened. That was old when Blair Witch did it 20 years ago. I know you want to try to sell things with, did this really happen? We're so over that by now. But you get the setup, you know the idea, and quite frankly, I wish I had read that a bit more in depth before watching the movie, because things would have made a little bit more sense, as we'll get into right after I play the trailer. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do here. Why are you filming already? Because it's a documentary. Dude. <laughs> 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 you see that? See what? Holy shit! What was that thing, man? This camera may have just made me a lot of money. You saw whatever was in the ravine. That thing was not natural. Did you just shake the tent? Guys, don't leave me!
We start out with our dude behind the camera, Ryan, wandering around filming, just doing the usual setting things up, and he eventually meets with Brett so they can get ready to go on this camping trip. And Ryan's going to be filming it the whole way through for some documentary he's making about Brett. Why is Brett so important? Why is he worthy of a documentary? We don't really know. It's just a lame, quick excuse to get us out the door with the camera. They head off and meet up with their girlfriends, Ashley and Abby, who are going to be joining them on this trip. And so the two couples start to head off to the woods, and I sure hope they don't find the polymorph because that did not end so well the last time. Also, there's this ongoing thing that with Ryan, he's totally into filming this, but everyone else, not so much. And the movie gets into a bit of just how much they're not into this in our first clip, while Ryan goes to grab the RV they're going to take off in. Girls, come on, he's gone. Tell me the camera thing isn't annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. I it's totally fucking think it's fun. stupid. It's fun. No, it's Look not. how skinny Ryan's legs are. Look at him bend over. He's like, gummy. Does that do anything for you, Brett? Not even a little bit. No? Abby, I have something very serious to tell you. Did you get my butt? What's that? Your boyfriend's a dork. You're a dork. I'm not a dork, he's a moron. <laughs> You're secretly in love with him, Brett. I'm secretly in love with you, Abby. I knew it! Give me the camera. Check this out. Yeah. He didn't make the bed though. That's disgusting. Uh, so you sure you can drive this thing? Yeah, I, I can, but I'm not going to. I have to shoot. So Brett's gonna drive it? I'm not driving. No, the documentary is about Brett, and Ashley's legs are too short to reach a pedal. I'm not so... driving this. There's no way I can drive this. Well, you're the only option, honey. I'm not driving. <laughs> Come on. Because you're dicks. Thanks. Love you. We're all gonna die. <clears throat> we watch as we do the usual routine of hiking up into the middle of nowhere to do their camping trip. And if you're thinking like I was, but wait, they have an RV. Ryan does actually explain things. The main reason they have the RV is so they have some place to go back to as a home base and for Ryan to charge up batteries and keep everything running with the camera set up. That way they can still embrace the idea of the documentary and roughing it out in the woods. They make camp and settle around the campfire that night, making sure to drag things out until anything actually happens for a bit longer. What with your usual campfire game, some lesbian kisses as you do. And finally, Abby hears something off in the woods. And I am absolutely expecting this to be a big prank that Ryan is playing on them. Which is precisely what happens when Ryan comes running out of the woods wearing, as Brett describes it, an alien gorilla costume. But oh wait, once things settle down a bit, we hear this very strange raspy cry out in the woods. And I'll even let you hear it in the next clip. That was definitely not a coyote. No, that was a fucking coyote. No, that sounded like a person. Shut the fuck up. And if it was a coyote, why would it be out here all by itself? Where are the other ones? I don't know, but that... It's a fucking coyote, dude. Come on. This is fucking retarded. Ryan, just take the camera. After their little late night scare, they go to sleep, and the next day, they head out and do some exploring. And everyone sees something strange just kinda sitting on the rocks by the river below. Ryan gives it a look, pointing the camera at it, and he's pretty sure it's just a bush or something. Until it stands up and books off into the woods. Ryan's brilliant idea following this is... Hey, I'm gonna go down into the ravine, 
and see if I can find it. Your funeral dude, Abby then follows him, is suitably freaked out, and quickly heads back up the trail to the others. But that's when they hear the same raspy squawking they heard the night before. They head back to the campsite and they do one of those scenes where everyone sits down and addresses the camera in that confessional style that is so popular on reality shows. And they take this time to inform us just how fed up everyone is at Ryan recording everything. And frankly, this isn't all that earned. Ryan could have been so much more annoying with the camera getting in everyone's faces, but he's been mostly at a distance. He hasn't really done anything yet. I mean, okay, there's the Gorillion, but that's not related to the use of camera. And they just keep laying into the poor guy because he believes that the strange noises are nothing more than coyotes. Come on, people, you could set this up a whole lot better than that. I quite honestly feel like I missed something here. This feels like long lingering sentiments finally boiling over, but I don't really understand the why of it. Yes, they saw a strange thing down by the river and are freaked out by it, but they're in the woods! Wild animals are everywhere! Just because they don't know what it was, that's no reason to wail on Ryan. But as if the movie heard me, it does provide some context, at least from Brett's perspective, while Ryan sneaks up on him telling Ashley a story from when they were kids, and Ryan did something kinda horrific in the next clip. Fuck, he was, he was annoying. I was annoyed, Ryan was pissed. Mm -hmm. I was kinda pissed too, but whatever. He got, the guy got up and went to the bathroom. Ryan takes out a Swiss Army knife, and he starts take, sawing the leg of his bench, okay? Are you kidding me? Yeah, so it's like still stay, staying up or whatever. The guy comes back, sit, sits back down, and falls back, and hits his head like he almost cracked his head open. And I was like messed up, and I looked at Ryan, he's just watching the game, stone cold, nothing, no emotion. I know, it's like, it's like, fuck, I know he would get my back in a fight or whatever, but... It's like sitting. a disconnect. Yeah. That's really weird. So everyone huddles around the campfire again, and this time it is a much more sober affair than it was the night before. Everyone is super serious, not wanting to get drunk, but Ryan breaks out the Jack Daniels and uses a little bit of peer pressure to basically get everyone pretty hammered. Ashley passes out from drinking so much, and they basically do the typical sophomoric thing and doodle on her face while she's unconscious. I would normally skip past this short little detail that doesn't really go anywhere, but all I can think of is her running through the rest of the movie, screaming, I do not want to die, with a black marker penis on my face. They all head off to bed after a random guy wanders out of the woods to share their fire for a bit, and that ultimately goes nowhere, so I'm not even getting into it. But while they're sleeping, something shakes Abby's tent, and Ryan gets sent off to investigate it like a good boyfriend. Things start to slowly take the necessary weird turn I'm waiting for, as Ryan starts to find various messages carved into the trees like, What is that? Do you hear that? Listen. Alright, that's pretty ominous. Finally, let's get this show on the road! Since they're not getting to sleep anytime soon, Ryan and Abby huddle by the fire for safety and warmth. Ryan has the camera set up a little ways away so he can monitor the situation. They suddenly hear a howl, the footage goes squiggly, and the camera gets knocked over. Ryan runs off after whatever it was that attacked the camera, shouting, GRAB THE CAMERA! And the proper response to that should be, FUCK THAT! But I guess then we wouldn't have much of a movie, would we? So Ryan hoofs it into the woods while Abby grabs the camera. Brett and Ashley are meanwhile like, no, we're out of here and head back to the RV. 
with Abby filming it for no good reason aside from our benefit. After a brief encounter with whatever is out there, they make it back to the RV and whatever relative safety that provides. And I'd like to get serious for a moment here, folks. Makers of found footage movies, I implore you. When things start going wrong for your characters, please, please do not have people repeatedly asking, why are you still filming? I beg of you, stop this. It's bad enough that we have to accept the trope in these movies. That is the one buy that the audience has to give for their suspension of disbelief. Because as much as it makes no sense to continue filming in these situations, we are willing to go along with it for the sake of the story. But to shine a light on the problem, repeatedly, it may well feel real from a dialogue standpoint, because that is legitimately a question a person would ask. The next logical thing a person would say is, Oh, you're right, let me turn this off so we can run the fuck out of here. Repeatedly questioning it breaks what little reality we have given to you as filmmakers and ruins the verisimilitude you're trying to build. So again, just stop asking, why are they still filming? Once, maybe. Twice, you're pushing it. Over and over, in every scene, makes me wonder why I'm watching the movie. <sighs> Anyways, something comes along to start banging on the RV and get things rolling again, and Ryan arrives in the next clip. Where the fuck have you been, Ryan? Did you I've been looking for those campers. There's something on the fucking him? roof, is that you? No, I wasn't on the was roof. Was that you? Do you promise that wasn't you? Do, Do you want... promise? We gotta get the fuck out of here. What now. happened? There's something on the, there was something something was on the roof. Something was chasing us the entire time. Ryan, if you were worshit. Oh my god. You're fucking with us, man. Brett, Ryan, fire up the RV. I just want to go. No, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. fucking tent. I'll buy you a new fucking tent. There was some, there's seriously something out okay. there. Okay, seriously, Let's calm go. down. Let's calm go. down. Let's calm down. Everybody. Let's just all take a minute to chill, okay? Give me the camera. Give me the camera. You will wait till the morning to get it there. Get the keys and start the fucking RV. Fucking I'm mind. not fucking around anymore. Not I'm not leaving my stuff out there, okay? Ryan? I don't give a shit what you, you don't say. understand. Shut up. Jesus. Okay, look, I got. we got two options for you, okay? Number one, we go get the shit right now. You don't understand. There was Brett, something okay, look, fucking chasing there us was out nothing. there. Okay, Brett, look. We can go get the stuff right now in the middle of the night, okay? Or we can wait till the morning and get it then. So you pick. Right now or in the morning? Fine. First thing in the fucking morning. Man, Ryan's a bit of a dick. Now I can kind of start to see why everyone was so up in his face earlier. There's a strange creature out there chasing us and you want to go home? What? No. Let's stay here and get eaten. They agree to at least wait until morning and Abby and Ryan get woken up the next day by Ashley screaming her head off since Brett has gone missing the night before. They head off into the woods. Ryan is of course still filming because we have a movie to show and he gets yelled at repeatedly, repeatedly for filming. This has gone beyond the usual why are you still filming complaint and it's running up to it, hitting it with a hammer, setting it on fire, and pissing on the ashes while cackling. It's a question that I guess has to be asked at least once, and it's a fine line to walk, but this movie is just falling off that line and laughing the whole way down. For all their wandering, they don't find shit, head back to the RV, and discover someone has shoved a tree into the engine block, and the insides have been pretty trashed. And for some reason, Ryan is now fed up with all this and goes off on a rant in the next clip. 
What is that? Get out of the way, Ashley. What the fuck is that? Oh, are you fucking joking me? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking murder him. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Brett? Holy shit! Oh my god. Look at this fucking place. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna find whoever's doing this. I'm gonna kick their fucking asses. No, 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 no. no you're, you're not gonna leave us. Right? I fuck Abby. God damn it! I'm gonna go out there and find who somebody is no. fucking with us for the well, last you're three gonna, days. You're gonna leave us here by ourselves. Get the fuck out of the way, Ashley. No. Get out of the way before I break this fucking camera over your goddamn face. So after that piece of shit, I, I mean, Ryan, almost gets violent on the girls for no good reason. He runs off into the woods and hears noises for a while. He sees a random naked guy running through the field somewhere. After that little weird encounter, he finds a sneaker that looks like Brett's. And surprise, when he picks up the sneaker, he discovers that Brett's foot is still inside it. Ryan heads back to the RV, gives Abby the camera, and says he's going off to find help and she keeps filming because reasons. At least for the few times when she says she's using it for light, I can get behind that. Also, if Ryan's going to get help, why not everyone go? It's not like there's an injured person that has to stay behind and have someone watch over them. They're all perfectly healthy and normal and in good shape. Walk back. Everyone go. If they're gonna have to hike back anyways, just get the fuck out of there and don't sit around waiting for whatever to come get them. The girls eventually turn the light off so they can get some sleep, and that is the precise moment when the creature returns to start banging on the RV some more. We get a few brief fleeting images of the creature. And uh, it uh, uh, looks like a guy in a shaggy carpet. And I unintentionally paused the movie at the precise right moment, and they either found a really good mask or digitally added a really creepy face. It's only there for literally a frame or two, so you don't actively see it, but oh, the brain picks up on it, and it, it works better than anything in this movie has any right to. The girls bolt off into the night, we get a few more glimpses at the creature, and they stumble upon this long, red, meaty, bloody bit of gore, and is that, did they? Yes, the movie pans over, and we see that Ryan is dead, and the creature literally pulled out all his intestines and laid them out like in a straight line. I have always wanted to see someone do that. Uh, in a movie context, not in, in real life. I'm weird, I'm not psychotic. All of that just makes the girls run and run some more, and they stumble into a tractor, I guess? It looks like they found some kind of camp in the woods? They wander out and find a field of sand, and suddenly these large field lights start banging on overhead, shedding light on the entire situation. Not quite the kind I want, but it's better than stumbling in the dark. All of a sudden, loud sirens start going off all over the place, and a warning starts blasting over the PA system, telling them to stay calm, remain where they are, they're in a restricted area. Which is when the creature comes bursting out of the darkness and Abby runs off with the camera. We hear gunfire and screams while the warning keeps going on and on in, in the distance. Abby hides out under a bridge and Ashley somehow manages to find her. And the two basically huddle under there waiting for death. 
The creature once again shows back up and more running. They find a small outbuilding and head inside that because it's better than nothing. They slink through the garage and stables they found and the movie wonderfully sets up that Ashley, as she's standing in front of a slightly open barn door while the camera starts to glitch and she backs up into the door's opening that she's about to be attacked. And credit where it's due, the movie wonderfully swerves and grabs Abby instead. She kicks at whatever grabs her, they escape, and more running. Run, 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 pause, see the monster. Run some more, find shelter, see the monster, run, 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 you get the idea. Seriously, that is the entire last half of this movie. I could seriously stop right now and you would not miss a whole lot of information. Eventually they exit out into a parking area. Some guy in a hospital gown is wandering around babbling. So he's no help. And when they turn around, they run into a suddenly appearing really tall, growly, lanky kind of guy. And I don't know if this guy's supposed to be really inhumanly tall or not, because we never really get a good look at him, but it sure seems that way. Someone in a truck crashes in, and the girls pile into the truck. They drive off with many of the strange people in this facility, or whatever it is, repeatedly grabbing the truck and trying to attack them. It's like one of those mini-games in a video game where you're trying to escape and someone grabs the truck and you gotta shoot him off in time. Imagine that and you have this entire scene. The truck crashes, the strange people advance. The guy who was driving the truck shouts out, GRAB THE CAMERA! Fuck and no. He keeps shooting at people as they keep coming after them until they manage to have a moment to catch their breaths. And he tells them to make sure they keep rolling. Fuck and no. And the truck you crashed in on. The guy leads everyone through this base we suddenly find ourselves in. They find another person that's like a secretary at the base or something. And she tags along for the ride. I so love meeting new people while we're on the run from strange creatures. And never learning their names. They all huddle down a plastic lined corridor until they find at the other end a pregnant woman squirting out. Fuck if I know. This upsets the guy but we still don't get any answers about anything. Look, sir, uh, we've apparently wandered into your movie while filming this other movie. If you don't mind, I'd like to just go back to the other one we were watching. They keep wandering, find another guy, who's already dead by the time we got here, so I don't give a shit. And someone else rolls up in a truck with a lot of guns, telling everyone to stay where they are, put their guns down, and... And they open fire when the original monster that was the start of this, oh so long ago, comes crashing in. Everyone runs, they all duck into this small storage shed in this empty garage hangar place they're in, and we see a hand grenade roll into the room. They all run out of the room, but not fast enough because the grenade goes off and ends up killing the random secretary we never got to know anything about. The soldier keeps helping them by holding off whatever particular monster is coming at them at any particular given moment, until he decides to make one last brave final stand to allow the girls to run away and escape. And that's about the moment when we get to see Abby's head explode into a shower of red when it's taken out by a stray shot. Ashley somehow makes it out of this underground facility, but once outside she's still being assaulted by a hail of bullets and flying bodies as more chaos ensues. But at least it's daylight and we see what's going on. A helicopter swoops down, picks up Ashley, and she flies off into the credits. I mean that quite literally. 
some person we've never met, who has never met Ashley, randomly decides we're going to save this girl instead of mowing down every person coming out of this base, flies off into the sky, and the credits start rolling. But don't worry, that's not the end of the movie, because there's an in credits, after credits kinda scene that's kinda cut in between all the names going by, but it doesn't answer anything. It actually ends up making me more confused, which is truly a feat to somehow leave me more baffled after the movie and just sets up a few jump scares along the way. I mean, look, I've already been watching people stalk through dark hallways and be scared randomly for the last 40 minutes. Do I need more of that? No. <sighs> well, that was a mess of a movie. Evidence starts out okay enough. I don't mind dragging things out as we get to know the characters, but then half of them disappear and are killed off without us watching. Any sort of character arcs they might have been going for are woefully unpresent. You could have done something with Ryan, but oops, his guts are now all strewn out across the forest floor. And then it's nothing more than running and screaming for the last half of the movie. That is not an exaggeration. We meet these few people along the way, they have a few lines, they don't add anything to the movie, they don't explain anything, it's just random guy just shows up with a gun to shoot at people and then he's dead. Random secretary gets grabbed, says hi, and then blows up. Did y'all notice the lack of clips after a point? That's because there was nothing to clip. Nothing at all except for, come on, let's go, get the camera, keep rolling, and the occasional scream. This movie fails to provide a reasonable, believable setup for why Ryan is even filming in the first place. Then it's constantly having every character asking, why are you still filming? with a continued lack of explanation. This movie is an utter failure at setting up even the most basic requirements for a found footage movie. Evidence is filled with some good scares and some genuinely interesting visuals, but it all feels really empty when we don't really know anyone. There's really no story save for run and survive, and nothing's ever really explained. It's not entirely devoid of fun, but it just leaves me feeling empty. And that's a wrap on episode 33 of The Bloodstream. I'd like to thank you all for listening, and if you've enjoyed listening to me yell at a movie for 30 minutes or so, you can find all our episodes at triskadecophiles.com slash thebloodstream, that's our home base. But you can also find us on Apple Music, and we've just been added to Google Play, so you have more ways to find more shows. And while you're there, please be sure to subscribe, like, and review the show. It's a big help, and much appreciated. We've also got a Facebook group where I keep everyone up to date with how the show's going. You can find us on Tumblr at thebloodstream.tumblr.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the show, you can always leave a comment at any of those places and I'll see it. Or feel free to send me an email directly at phoenix, F-O-E-N-I-X, at gmail.com. That's phoenix with an F. So once again, thanks for listening, and I'll leave you with these words of wisdom. Remember, next time you're out in the woods, don't go camping near Area 51. Take care, and keep streaming.
lonely herd. A lot. 